Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. A lot of people want to knock out Jake Paul. This guy might actually be able to do it. Tyron Woodley is joining us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. He's a five-time UFC champion. He's about to have his first boxing bout, doing so at 190 pounds on August 28th against Jake Paul. Tyron, we appreciate you hopping on in your hometown here in St. Louis. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. You said Brown and Crouppen. All I remember when I was a kid was... Four two one help. <laughs> You've got the commercials down, Tyron. What what made you what made you want to get into boxing and in particular against Jake Paul, man? How how this come together? You know, um, I've always wanted to be in boxing. I was already um, contemplating pursuing this this path before even my last UFC fight. Um, I couldn't really talk to organizations just because you know it was, it was a violation of our contract. But mm. mentally, I had already had a plan on boxing after this and the Jake Paul fight just kind of organically happened because it was a storyline. It was a true beef. It was, you know, some worse exchange um, backstage when he was fighting Ben Askren. And, you know, they just progressed into fans wanting to see us fight. And, you know, Jake decided to take the fight. So now we're here. Can you kind of let us into what that beef was? Like what, what, what led to those words being exchanged? And did, do you feel I some mean, animus? I was already kind of a little not hot on them just because they did a little vlog where they, they kind of like try to prank call me. Mm. And unfortunately, they kind of turned the, the phone towards the camera and my phone number was leaked. So then I have 30, 40, uh. 50, 50 people per day calling me. So I was a little agitated. But I mean, in my mind, he's a kid. So I'm yeah. like, you know, he thought it was so funny. But then we got to the uh, backstage and he was like, oh, you're here for clout. I'm thinking like, dude, one, I'm not even here to even talk to you. I'm here to look at your gloves and make sure you ain't doing no, no suspect stuff with your hand wraps. And who do you think you are? You ain't even fought nothing or nobody yet. So why would I be trying to get clout for you? And I'm a whole five-time champion and a future Hall of Famer. So, like, um, I just kind of had to put him in this place. And then it went kind of viral. And also he's a schmuck. Like, Jake Paul is a little bit of a slumlord. So there's a little bit of that as well. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can't can't avoid that. That's that's why people want to see him get beat up. Were you surprised at all by how he took care of Ben Askren? Because I, I, I was a Mizzou guy. I figured Ben Askren would take care of business against him. What was your reaction to that fight? You know, I thought Ben Askren would take care of business too. But, you know, anybody that, you know, had their hands in the wrong position and get caught with a shot is able to get put down, you know. He has power. He had a good shot. He threw it, landed it. And, you know, that's, that's what happened. So at the end of the day, um, you know, he can't just – he walks around like he's just – 
won the Olympic um, Games, and he did. <laughs> so now it's like my chance to go and just put him away, take out the trash. <laughs> Tyrone, it sounds like you're pretty confident you can do that. What 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 will be the adjustments for you going into you know a, a traditional boxing uh, venue at this point? I mean, MMA fighters, we get a lot. We get away with our stances being, you know, unorthodox. Uh, sometimes a little bit too square. We also get um, away with throwing single shots at a time. And boxing is more, you know, throwing combinations and setting things up at range, utilizing the jab more, and also just, you know, being prepared for things being thrown back. Um, in, in MMA, I can throw a crazy combination, and if somebody attempts to throw back, I can go and take them down, or I can, you know, move out of the way, or I can kick at them, or doing things like that. So it just takes away some of the tools we have. But it may, it's going to make my striking in that category of my game sharper. We're talking to Tyron Woodley here on 101 ESPN. Tyron, I'm curious, when, when you come back to St. Louis, what are the things that you make sure that you do? I got to go to my lease, get some fire-ass um, um, Thai and Vietnamese food. Um, got to go to um, my dog Pappy's, get some ribs. <laughs> I go to Sharpshooter, go to the gun range. Um, if, I, if I'm in within waiting. You know, don't have to worry about um, cutting. I got to hit my little emo's pizza. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just the classics. Do you come back very often? Yeah, I live in St. Louis. I'm just not I'm not there a lot because I'm actually in a situation where I travel so much for work. Most of my work is, take, is done outside of St. Louis. Like, literally, maybe 99% of sure. what I do um, is outside of St. Louis. But I still have a house there, and um, I still live there. You're a Mizzou guy. You went there, you wrestled there, and the program at Mizzou is unbelievable, both when you were there and now still to this day. What's your favorite memory from your time at the University of Missouri, whether it was with the wrestling program or uh, your time in Columbia? My favorite memory is just being able to um, gain so many friends from different backgrounds. And one of my best friends still to date is a dude named Clint Freeman. He's from Kanopolis, Kansas, like when nobody would know of. <laughs> Um, very small town, and I would have never met him. I would have never met um, uh, my buddy J.P. Reese and just different walks of life, different socioeconomic backgrounds, complexions, but we all came together because we was hard workers, and we just made a we, – we created something special at University of Missouri, a tradition that they never had before in wrestling, and it's still today one of the top programs in, uh, in the nation. So that part, just winning big dual meets, um, being the first to ever beat Oklahoma State, the first to do um, um, win the Big 12 championship as an individual, I was a first, and you know to see them win it um, as a team as well, and finish third in um, third in NCAA's when you know I was coaching there. So for me, it was just all the moments and the history made and, and the friendships I built. It sounds like the wrestling background was kind of your entree into MMA. How, how much uh, did you have as a kid or, or a teenager? Uh, also, traditional boxing training, or where, where did the um, that that aspect of it come in? Because in in wrestling, obviously, you're not throwing punches. I mean, I always wanted to. There's a couple of people that I wanted to <laughs> couldn't um, get away with it, but um, I never did traditional boxing. I, um, I didn't start boxing until I started doing it for MMA. So, 23 years old when I graduated from University of Missouri, I was coaching there, and then I just we had started punching on this bag, and it was like you know. We looked completely ridiculous, um, me and my coach, um, Bart Horton, and we, we did it 20, 30 seconds and we was done. Then after that, we just tried to see who can punch the bag the longest every day. And I got up to the point where I could punch it like five minutes straight without stopping. I'm not, I'm not acting like it was, you know, Floyd Mayweather technique. <laughs> but for five minutes straight, I could keep punching this bag. 
And then Aspen and Chandler and all these people started gassing me up because I didn't watch MMA. I, I mean, they was they was obsessed with pride and UFC, and it was like, man, you should fight. And I'm like, I was like their big brother, and I'm like, man, all right, cool, I'll fight. And I just took a fight like two weeks later, and then, you know, everything else was history. Mm. When, when you look back on your career in the UFC, what what is the fight that you look back on as the one that you're most proud of? It would have to be the Darren Till fight. You know, I feel like, you know, he was expected to, to come in and, you know, be the younger kid and motivated. And, you know, they was like, oh, he's, he was part of the, the sellout, the O2 Arena. He got a lot of, you know, um, Conor McGregor um, personality traits. And we think he really got a chance to be the next star in the sport. And um, I don't think they were wrong. They were just wrong about him um, having that breakout fight against me and uh, stepping forward and, and winning that world title. Um, but, yeah, that, that was probably a fight because of a lot of people that thought he was the one that had what it took to beat me. And then um, I went out there and handed him. I didn't even get punched by him, to be honest. Was Was there anybody that you wanted to fight that you haven't fought yet or that you would like to fight moving forward, whether that be in UFC or now doing some of the things that you're doing outside of that? I mean, the UFC, there was a lot of guys I wanted to fight and didn't get a chance to fight. You know, I never got an opportunity to fight George St. Pierre. I never got a um uh, I'm certainly fight either one of Diaz brothers. Um, Michael Bisping had a belt at one time, and I thought, you know, it would have been a, a good opportunity for me to try to get two belts before it, before it was cool. Before anybody had, you know, had a double belt. Before even Connor, I was already talking and trying to fight against um, against um, Michael Bisping for the belt. And um, you know, those people I wanted to fight because I respected, not because I hated them, not because they, you know, I thought they were easy fights. I was always um, barking at the the biggest tree in the the baddest wolf. How much of your training going into this fight will be, you know, studying your opponent, whatever you have on him, and can you kind of give us, you know, a scouting report on what you think you'll be up against? I mean, it's not a lot of footage on that. Mm-hmm. It's doing that. Most of this stuff is lifestyle footage, mm-hmm. um, partying, you know, slips <laughs> here and there, perfect technique with no mistakes, and he's very, he's smart, you know what I mean? He's cre- he'll create a meme in two seconds. Like, he probably already has memes and stuff created right now from this press conference so at the end of the day i'm just i just don't have a lot to look for anyway because you don't you don't have very many fights there's no like uh, my ufc opponents my, my coach should take the last five or six fights and he'll take the fights for people that were orthodox slash quote-unquote wrestlers and then see what they did well what they didn't do so well against the person and then we will make a game plan off of that i, I don't have the luxury of doing that with him I see. For people that have not seen you box, and I would imagine that's basically everybody that's not training with you right now, Tyron. By the way, we're talking to Tyron Woodley, five-time UFC champion. He's going to be fighting Jake Paul on August 28th. You can find more information on that on his Twitter account, at T. Woodley, W-O-O-D-L-E-Y. Tyron, who would you... Say that again? I say use three O's. Three O's. My apologies. W-O-O-O, because T. Woodley wouldn't give up the handle. (laughs) It also for dear life. Is that true? Did you did you yeah, try to you get know, in touch I, with him? Yeah, I tried to pay him and everything, man. He's like, no. <laughs> Do you know who it is? Like, have you gotten in touch I'm with the actual named, individual? Some guy named Terry Terry Woodley. <laughs> and, you know, probably getting a, you know all the all the ladies probably after him. You know what I mean, thinking it's me. And, um, <laughs> you know, that's what it is. How much did you offer him? If you don't mind us asking. I forgot it. It's been so, such a long time, so sure. I just kind of got off it, and I just kind of started rolling with the um, handle with the extended O's. 
I love it. So it's three O's. My apologies. Three O's to get uh, Tyron Woodley on Twitter. Tyron, who would you compare your boxing style to? Is there anybody in particular that you've been watching that you're kind of emulating through this training? Not really. You know, I was a big fan of Sugar Ray, um, Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, Roy Jones, Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali. And I feel like, you know, certain things from each guy that I could probably do. Um, but it's probably not a boxer that's just, you know, um, I can just look at and say, okay, I'm more like him currently. Tyron, final thing for you. What should we expect in this fight against Jake Paul? You should expect me going out there and dominating. Looking for the KO at all times and um, really showing that, this, you know, you, you sign up for the wrong fight. I love it. That's Tyron Woodley, St. Louis native, five-time UFC champion. You can watch him fight Jake Paul on August 28th, and you can follow him on Twitter, at Tyron Woodley with three O's. Three O's is the one that you're looking for. Tyron, all the best, man. We look forward to watching you against Jake Paul, and we always love hearing you here in St. Louis, my man. All right. Thank you guys very much. Be blessed. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.